Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Hypopolyglot, a podcast dedicated to helping others learn languages. I'm your host, Thad Schmink, and as always, I'm glad that you're listening in. If you're wanting to double check to make sure that you have all the resources you will need to be successful, or if you're like me and you worry that maybe you're leaving out a critical resource, then this is definitely the right episode for you. As I'm going to present today a comprehensive checklist of eight key elements that I feel every language learner should consider when it comes to gathering resources. So stick around. As I have stated many times before, every learner's needs are unique and every learner's goals are different. That being said, I feel that everyone, regardless of their unique situation or goal, should at least consider all eight of the following categories or elements. This way, you will know that you have considered all of the major resource categories, and you could feel assured that you have all of your bases covered. Well, okay, let's get started by taking a look at the five traditional elements. The first of which is reading. Now, you are going to want to locate lots of reading materials. And nowadays, you can find most of what you need online. For example, you can find blogs, advertisements, business and cultural websites, online newspapers, and the like. But don't forget about traditional bookstores, cultural centers, and libraries. They have a lot of great materials to offer as well. And when you are looking for reading resources, try to find a variety of formats if you can. And what I mean by this is that you don't want to get in the habit of only reading blogs or only reading books, for example. You want to expose yourself to a variety of writing styles and formats. Likewise, you also want to look for resources that cover a variety of topics especially if you are looking to develop a well-rounded vocabulary. Equally, if you're looking to develop a specialized vocabulary, then you will need to look for resources specific to your language goal, such as law, education, medicine, or science. Next on the list of major resource categories is listening. And luckily, over the years, finding resources for this element has gotten a lot easier than it used to be. For many languages, you can readily find songs, podcasts, movies, and TV shows now. Plus, there are many free videos out there designed to help all levels of language learners. A major tip here, though, is to try to find resources that will all provide closed captioning. This is especially important for beginners, as reading along with what is being said is extremely beneficial. Personally, I've had a lot of luck finding videos with closed captioning on YouTube, Netflix, Hulu, and Amazon Prime TV. Which brings us to the element of writing. Now, this one is a bit tougher. You can find workbooks and other materials out there all geared towards helping you improve your writing skills, and they all work pretty well. However, the best resource or resources for learning how to write well are still teachers, pen pals, and tutors. Because in the end, you need someone who can read what you are producing and provide specific feedback. Because there's just so many elements to writing, such as register, tone, sentence structure, and word choice, that it's simply impossible for online translators and programs to be able to handle all of that and provide you good feedback. And while Babbel and Duolingo and Rosetta Stone incorporate some writing into their programs, they're still rather limited in this area. So finding a human that can help, in my opinion, is still your best bet here. And all of this dovetails nicely into our next element, speaking, which is perhaps the hardest resource for most to find. Again, Babbel, Duolingo, Rosetta Stone, and Pimsleur all incorporate some speaking and pronunciation into their programs. 
But these programs are still very limited in what they can offer you when it comes to speaking. In the end, there's just really no substitute for talking to another human. So locating teachers, online tutors, online chat friends, and family members is perhaps your best bet. Just make sure that you find someone who is kind and patient. And this gets us to the last of the traditional elements, grammar. And typically, there is usually no problem finding grammar resources, as there are tons of grammar books on the market. My only tip here is to try to shop in person if at all possible, because most grammar books have pretty much the same information, just in different formats. So being able to flip through a couple of books to find which one speaks to you the most is key. Now, in addition to these five traditional elements, I think it's also important to consider the following three when gathering resources. And the first additional one here is culture. Now, I know that learning about culture at first appears to have little to do with learning the language itself. However, language and culture go hand in hand. For example, learning about culture will help you to understand how or why languages have different forms of you or different levels of polite speech or certain voices and modalities built into their languages. And studying culture can also provide you insights into idiomatic expressions, old proverbs, and common expressions that play a major role in communication. Plus, learning about culture can be fun, and having fun can keep you motivated. So look for articles, children's books, other authentic materials, and even documentaries to learn all that you can about the cultures that speak your new language. Next is vocabulary. Now I've mentioned the importance of studying vocabulary as a separate skill in other episodes, so I won't elaborate too much here. However, I think it's important to find resources that will help you learn words that are of high interest and of use to you. So look for books, resources, specialized flashcards, or software programs that incorporate topics and vocabulary that interest you and support your language goals. For example, I use a book titled Spanish for Educators, but you may want to search for something more like German for engineers or French for tourists. Keyword searches will often turn up great resources that are thematic and provide the vocabulary that speaks to you. And the last element is maintenance. I spoke about this in a previous episode titled A Beginner's Checklist, but I think it's so important that I wanted to include it here as well. And what I mean by this is, once you've achieved the level of fluency or proficiency that you desire, what resources will you need to maintain what you have worked so hard to achieve? Eventually, you're going to grow out of a lot of the resources that you're currently using. And using the same material over and over will get old eventually as well. So it's important to always be forward thinking and make sure to locate resources that can provide you with new interactions with the language. And if you find something that's too advanced for you at the moment, hold on to it for later. Well, I think that wraps things up for today. Thank you for listening in. Until next time, if you have any questions or comments, please feel free to email me at thehypopolyglot at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. And in the meantime, get out there and start chipping away at your next language. This is The Hypopolyglot.